Today's Leading Women episode 608 with the wonderful Alison Lex. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing. Talking to wonderful women every day here at Today's Leading Women. Want to learn how I did? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Alison Lex. Alison Lex got her start working for two of the highest paid and most, most sought-after copywriters and strategists in the business, Dan Kennedy and Bill Glazer. As the marketing manager for their company, Glazer Kennedy Insider Circle, Allison got a first-class education in all things direct response, marketing, and copy. Since then, she's used that education to build her own business, providing copywriting and marketing strategy to clients all over the world to make their marketing fun, effective, and profitable. Recently, Allison began working with coaches, consultants, speakers, authors, podcasters, bloggers and experts and info marketers to create programs and products that sell, copy and funnels that convert, and kick us strategy to bring it all together into one info empire. To learn more, visit www.rockyourmarketing.com and to pick up your free gift, um, go to freegiftfromallison.com forward slash template. This is a template to build your sales copy, so I highly encourage you to go there now. Free gift from allison.com forward slash template. Women of the world, Miss Allison Lex. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me and for that great introduction. Of course, I had to giggle because I don't think anybody's going to be able to spell my name correctly. <laughs> I forget to... Uh... <laughs> no, it's fine. It's funny. My, I, I say that my mom was really mean and she spelled my name kind of weird, but it's grown on me over the past uh, X number of years. We'll leave that a secret, but it's A-L-Y-S-O-N. Yes. So oh. if anybody, you know. You can look me up that way. <laughs> All right, so A L Y S O N. Okay, so yeah. that's so. Let, let's uh, spell that one again. A L Y S O N. So for your free gift, go to www.freegiftfromallison.com forward slash template, that's and you can search perfect. her name, Allison A L. Um, Y-S-O-N-L-E-X, that's her last name, on yeah. Google as well, just to make sure. Yeah, I'm on Google. Yay, you know you've made it when you're on Google. Yes, yes. All right. So, Alison, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with Rock Your Marketing. I love yeah. the name. Yeah. 
you are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment at a time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Sure. Well, I actually have two businesses. So um, we'll talk about Rock Your Marketing, which is my basically my done-for-you um, practice and also some a little bit of coaching and consulting that I do with my private clients, but I don't have any programs there yet or anything. It's really just a, a done-for-you business providing marketing services and copy and, and all kinds of good consulting there, which is really um, it's something that I, I learned how to do when I was working at Laser Kennedy. I've always had a writing part of my world. I've always been a writer, but I really discovered a lot of the big sales principles and copy principles and direct response and all those big word, big buzzword fun things at Glazer Kennedy. And then I also have Ask a Copy Expert, which is dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and small business owners get expert feedback on their marketing without having to pay those expert prices for those done-for-you services. So it's a really cool membership-based way to be part of a, a really cool little club and have access to us at any time. Um, I started that with a business partner. And so really just I have a good time with marketing and I want to help people have a good time with it too. I love your story and I love uh, how, how you get started and all those mm -hmm. educational training yeah. and of course your love for writing because that is yes. one area that I am not really good at and that's why I <laughs> podcast because podcasting, yeah. I mean, that sounds more fun than me than writing but uh, I, kudos to you and for all our listeners out there who really love to write because there, we know people have different modes of, uh, of learning and what we Absolutely. enjoy. Some people enjoy writing. Some people enjoy listening or talking audio. Uh, that's what I do. Yeah. Some people have other formats of learning. So yeah, absolutely. So I love yeah. that you shared that one with us. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? Well, I have two things that inspire me. One, the fact that I am wholly unemployable anymore. I don't think I'd be a good employee for anybody because I, I want too much for myself. And um, I have gotten very used to being able to work from my sofa with my cat sitting next to me wearing my hot pink yoga pants. And I just don't think that I could get away with that too much if I worked for someone else. Um, but really, it's I um, I want to be home for my future family. I don't have children yet, but they're on the list. So I want to be I want to be here with them when when they're around. And so if I build my business now, it'll be in the right place. So it'll be ready when they when they come around. And uh, and that's what it is. I want to build a future for myself and my family. I want a vacation. I want 
you know, I want it all, <laughs> but but a lot of it is that I, I also really enjoy sitting on my sofa next to my cat wearing my hot pink sweatpants or my hot pink yoga pants. <laughs> oh, that sounds so cozy. I mean, the bottom line is, yeah, what really drives us is that freedom, you know. The of, freedom. Yeah, mm-hmm. freedom to be able to do what it is that you want to do, being having that business that you can operate from home or from Absolutely. anywhere else that you are. I mean, that really was a driving force for me because I was tired yeah. of, you know, commuting. I mean, traveling uh, from the U.S. to Norway just to be with my husband. So I said, okay, well, this corporate work that I do, that's not afford that flexibility. So I have to right. find another way. And that's one of yep. the driving force for me. So absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Sure. So, well, you mentioned preparing for success. And I have to tell you, I was kind of dropped into this. Um, I got laid off a week before my wedding. And so I had seven days before, uh, you know, a big, big life change and a European honeymoon, kind of a whirlwind thing. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to um, apply for much less interview and actually land a new job. So I was like, you know what, let me just, um, let's do it. And I had been freelancing for a while, and so I was doing the double duty, working for someone else and myself at the same time. And I talked to my my then future, now current husband, and I was like, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And he, to his credit, was on board totally. So I think really the first thing is flexibility because you're going to get whammied. Things are going to change. Uh, you're going to have to deal with it. And if you're not flexible if you're not able to kind of bend a little bit, then you're going to break. And so having the flexibility to say, okay, this, this big thing has happened. I'm super stressed, but let's make a, a decision right now and then just go for it. That's a big deal. Um, another one that kind of goes with it is determination. And um, of course, I've experienced setbacks. At one point, I ran out of money. This is not the first time I went into business for myself. The first time I did it, I didn't do as well. And I ran out of money and um, I had to move back in with my mom and I had to go get a job and I had to do all of these things that could have really knocked me down for the count. But I knew that this is what I wanted. And so here I am again. And <laughs> so I'm determined to make it, make it succeed. And if I have to be flexible in how that happens, then of course, that's what I'm going to do. But those are two of my biggest traits, I think, that have helped me be a success. And then the third thing, I'm, I'm going to kind of cheat a little bit. And it's not really a trait, but something else you've got to have. And that's a really good support system. If you don't have a rockin' support system, um, then it can be really tough to get out there on your own. Um, Dan Kennedy has always said that the entrepreneur, and it might have been Bill Glazer that said it, but that the entrepreneur is the loneliest person on the planet. And that can be so incredibly true. But by building relationships with people, both in person, my personal relationships, my social relationships, and also my entrepreneur friends that I've met online in Facebook groups or um, being introduced by other people and things like that, or that I've known from my quote unquote, previous life, they all support me and I support them. And we kind of all work together to really create um, a good support system for each other so we can build each other up continually. 
All right, so that's being flexible, determination, and having a rocking support system. I love yeah. that word, rocking support <laughs> rockin'. system. Really important. You really describe it so well because, yes, I agree. Being an ent- entrepreneur can be a lonesome role, especially for yes. us who are solopreneurs and working from home. Uh, it's It can be lonely sometimes. So really Absolutely. important to have that support system. So yeah. let's uh, uh, you know, adapt or and cultivate these traits that um, Alison just shared with us, being flexible, having that determination and having a support system around you. All right, let's go about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Absolutely. Well, I think the first thing is something that a lot of women, at least the ones that I've talked to, struggle with, and that is the mindset. So my personal relationship with money is not a good one. I'm a money avoider. I avoid looking at money. I avoid looking at bills if I can help it. I don't like to know the bank account balance. I just like to know when I'm out of it, things like that. So I really had to work on my mindset and my relationship with money and recognize that I am worth it, that I do have what it takes to be super successful, and that I deserve it. I, I deserve everything that I get. I deserve to get paid. I deserve to get good things said about and to me. And I really, I don't have to be so super humble that I don't accept those things that are, that are coming my way. Um, because of course, if I'm going to work, if I'm going to work my tushy off, well, then I deserve everything I get, right? Mm. <laughs> um, and my, my second biggest challenge, and these are, are things that I, this is something I deal with every single day, and that is my own attention deficit disorder. So I was actually, I'm not just one of those people that's like, oh, I'm so ADD, although I do say those words. I was actually diagnosed with attention deficit disorder when I was a child, so it's something that I've lived with all, my, all of my life, and it is so easy, and I'm, to to find something shiny and go and play. Right now, I am all into home improvement. I've been watching the DIY network and HGTV with my husband and getting all kinds of ideas for my house. And of course, all I want to do all day long is play. And I want to paint my walls and I want to build stuff and I want to do all these things. But I just, I can't do that because I have commitments that I need to take care of at work. So managing my own attention deficit disorder has been a struggle always. Um, and I struggle with, with staying on task and, and not, not going to play if I want to. Um, or even just looking at the next shiny object, some, something else to focus on in my business. Um, and really having a good to-do list and a, a good management system that these are my deadlines for the things that I need to get done. That's really been my, my coping mechanism. It's always a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could certainly relate to that being a, a you know the, the shiny syndrome, uh, shiny object syndrome. I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that. I mean, whoa! And every time a new course is out there, I want to be on the course. I want to learn it. I want to do you know what everything that comes new. Or I want to learn that too. I mean, 
oh, it's it's an ending, but it's really important, it just like what Alison shared with us, to really focus and try to manage that uh, attention deficit disorder. We we often have as entrepreneurs because we have so many ideas, we have so yes. many things that we want to achieve, we want to implement, you know, because we are creative people, you know, ideas yes. keep on pouring. <laughs> so I definitely can yeah. relate to that. And then <laughs> mindset about money. Oh, this is huge. I can totally relate to your experience about this. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners too. I mean, uh, this area, I mean, I didn't grow up learning about money. I was really right. good. At, I'm really good actually on spending. <laughs> but Me the too. Part, <laughs> that was the hardest part, the hardest part. But I have to learn it because now that I have a business, I have people right. that I need to take care of. So yes. one thing is the, the coming out, but the coming in, that is one of yeah. that. <laughs> I have to keep the flow going. And uh, sometimes the for us especially for us women what i notice it when we are charging people about our services we feel like wow yes. is this too much or am i worth it or well yes. yeah i mean but of course <laughs> it's a whole lot of uh, changing that mindset that wow i'm providing great service i should be yeah. remunerated back for this so yeah great Absolutely. tips there and great lessons in those challenges that you have shared with us Thank you. All right, let's just switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. Yeah. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish? this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Yeah. So the, um, the one thing that I wanted to mention is that I actually don't know that I think work-life balance actually exists the way we hope it does. Um, and I'll explain. I, I read a book, and it's called The One Thing, and I actually think you're going to ask me a question about it later, but so I won't tell too much about it. But in the book, they talk about the balance. And instead of it actually being that all things are equal, it's that you might have to focus or or go back and forth just a little bit to focus more on your business when it requires, more on your family when it requires, and so on and so forth. Of course, your focus on your health should be all the time. And one of the other challenges that I experience on a regular basis is making sure that I take time for self-care and health. So it's always perpetually on the list for me to do. But, um, you know, what I strive to do is be 100% present when I'm with my husband. And so that means turning off the phone, turning off the email, leaving the laptop in the office. And when I go on vacation, I'm on vacation and I'm with him and I'm, I'm giving him my focus. And instead of talking to him through, you know, looking at my phone and talking to him absent-mindedly, woof, excuse me, I've tried to make sure I look at his face and just really be present and let him know that he's as important, if not more, much more important to me than my business. And I mean, my business is my baby, but he's, he's my man. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that, that that's really where the balance comes in because then when it's time for me to work, sometimes I'm up late. I have to, I have to say, you know what? I'm going to have to sleep a little, little less time tonight because I've got a project to, I've got a big deadline tonight and, you know, I've got to grind it out and, and maybe we, we have takeout that day. I don't cook a home cooked meal or what have you, but it's not really so much a balance as a back and forth and a give and a take. Um, although if I think about it, maybe that's what balance really is, right? <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I mean, and I love your take on this, being really 100% present when you are with your husband, your family, with whatever it is that you're doing at the moment. Because uh, mindfulness or being present, present really is what matters. I mean, whether that be in your business, whether that be with your family, whether that be with what is are you doing at the moment, really be focused on that. Not multitasking, for example, when you are talking on the phone, you are doing something else. Right. Um, you know, practice mindfulness is really the thing. I mean, in a world where we are today, where so many distractions and so many, we are being pulled in many different directions. It's really important to be present, be fully present, be fully present in yeah. what it is that you're doing at the same time, at uh, that moment. And of course, making time for self-care. This is really huge and I'm very passionate about this and being a yes. nurse myself. You know, I have oh, seen yeah. so <laughs> many people in you know, a struggle as a result of not putting them, their health a priority. So really important to make time for self-care. If it has mm-hmm. to be on your calendar, put them on the calendar. I do that yes. one myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything it's has on to be list. on the calendar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Otherwise, it's not going to get done. So I have to put them yes. on the calendar. All right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and where that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm being, I feel like I'm successful, you know. Yeah. I feel great, I'm moving forward. The opposite will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful financially? Yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? So I really love the way that you phrase this question too, because I think so many times when we think of benchmarks, we think of numbers or financial success, right? So, I mean, I think the first time I I heard this question, I was like, well, the benchmark is how much money I make per month, of course, right? Like that's what success is. But really thinking about it, it's so much more than that. And I think it's really what the money means for me. And so, of course, there's a certain financial threshold that allows me to feel as if that month was profitable. And success is continually having months that are profitable, but more so, it's the fact that I, I now feel like I get to do something that's fun rather than something I have to do. And so my business, I'm growing it in such a way that I'm focusing on the things I want to focus on and outsourcing the stuff I don't want to do. And so whether it's with Ask a Copy Expert where I get to coach people on a regular basis and look at different copy and answer their questions and uh, create a product and things like that, or with my done-for-you business where I get to get to choose the niche that I want to work in, right? So I've got customers in multiple niches, but I'm really super focused now 
on the info world, the info product creation and the, the funnels and the, the products and the copy and all of those things because that's the world I want to play in. That's fun for me to figure out all of that stuff. And so I think success professionally means that I get to do what I want. I get to focus on the fun things and I have an income that that makes me feel successful. It reaches certain income goals that I've set. But then personal success, it goes back to being able to provide for my family. So I have the freedom and the ability to do the projects that I want to do around the house and make my home beautiful for my family and my friends that visit. And I, I you know, when I have children, I'll be able to provide for them in a way that, that they deserve and that they should have so that they can have a wonderful, wonderful childhood like I did. And all of those, and, and I can be present with them and spend the time with them. And, and if I'm working outside the home or slaving 80, 90 hours a week in a business, then I may not be able to do that in the way that is in my head. Of course, recognizing that um, success looks different for everybody. So that's just what it looks like for me. Mm, love your perspective on success. Yes, at the end of the day, it really is uh, having that feeling that you are able to do something that you enjoy uh, doing and being able to impact others because of what you do, being able to have that freedom, that choice, that, those options. Those yeah. are the driving forces that I'm sure a lot of us resonate with while we are in business. But what truly makes us happy yeah, are those intangible benefits of being in business, mm. knowing yeah. that you are doing something that you Enjoy knowing that you have the flexibility, knowing that you have the freedom. So great perspective there. Thank now you. I know you've given us a, you're welcome. You've given us a lot of tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Okay, so the first one is that you have a skill that is worth money. Okay, so I think that a lot of times we think, oh, I can't do anything. I can't have my own business. I don't have anything that people will pay me for. But we're, we were all employed at one point. So we have a skill that somebody's paying us for already because they're paying us for it right now. You know what I mean? So if you have a job where you work for someone else, they're, pay, they're paying you. You're like your own little mini business. You just happen to work for their business too. So look at what you already do in your actual nine to five job or your career and see if there's something that you can maybe build on or learn more about or, or even that you can just sell outright as your own company because you may find that, that that's an in-demand service or, um, or, or product that you can create for that. Uh, the second piece of advice is it's going to go back to my a little bit of my story in that 
you know, you're going to get whammied by something. Something may happen that just totally takes you by surprise and blindsides you and makes you feel like you've got to start all over or it's time to go get a job or whatever. And I'm all for doing what you have to do because I've been there. I've run out of money. I've had to go get a job. But I came back to it and I didn't give up and I didn't say, oh, it happened once. I can never be an entrepreneur again. No, I'm in it. I'm doing it. I'm, I am I fought for the opportunity to do it again and I still built my business even though I was working for someone else. And it meant that I had to take client calls on my lunch break instead of eating or um, – I mean not instead of eating. I'm speaking to a nurse here so I can't, can't tell you that I didn't – that I did that. But <laughs> – it meant that I had to give up my lunch break to take a client call or that I had to, instead of, you know, watch my favorite TV show, I had to sit and work at the computer that evening or what have you. But I, I, I didn't give up. And then the third thing that I would say, which, again, I've alluded to, is to surround yourself with people. And I mean on all sides. So there are three kinds of people that you can surround yourself with. One I talked about at length, which is a really good support system. And then above that is a coach or a mentor that can help you through it, who's been there, done that, can give you some advice, can teach you, can show you the proper way to go through through what you're building. And then um, on the other side is some help to actually implement, whether that has to be in the form of a copywriter like me, a web developer to get your website up, or a virtual assistant just to take some tasks off your plate. If you really build yourself a 360-degree support system that way with your peers, your mentor, and your outsourced help, then I think you're really in a good spot to move forward and grow. Mm, great tips here, golden nuggets in what you just shared with us. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. The first one is to look at what skills or experiences that you already have that people will pay for and leverage that. That is brilliant because a lot of our listeners wonder about where, how can I, where is this idea coming from? How can I get the, what is the big, the greatest idea to be, to be a business or yeah. to be developing that, you know, so we, we always oftentimes look outside versus looking in what it is that we already have. So that's really a great point there to look into what you already have, what, what skills you have, what your experience have been, and that, you know, can help other people now and that people are willing to pay for. And that could be a great business idea for you. The second one is to not give up and be willing to make those sacrifices that's needed um, to build your business. Being a being willing to put in the time, the energy, the resource that you need to build that business uh, that you that you have to do. Because um, like what um, Alison you shared with us, building a business is not easy. It takes a lot of your time and energy and all the resource that you need. But you have to be willing to do that and not give up on your dream just because of all all these things that you have to put into mm-hmm. place. The third one, which I really love, which is really important, is to surround yourself with great people. And I love how you um, segregate them into three groups, peers, mentors, and outsourcers. That really sums it up, the people mm-hmm. the people that we're going to be, that we need to surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. Uh, support system, 
of, of peers that, that are like-minded people that can really help us uh, move in the same direction as they are, mentors that can help us uh, facilitate our learning and get us from point A to point B a whole lot faster than uh, than if you do it alone. And other experts like you, experts as copywriter, experts on other areas that we need help with. And of course, being able to delegate and being able to outsource those tasks. Great tips here that Allison just shared with us. Let's take action on them today and I'll make sure to have those on our show notes. Last but not the least, Alison, share our listeners that one woman out there that you admire the most and why. So the one woman out there that I admire the most, and it's going to sound totally cheesetastic, but my mama is such a good, strong lady. And, um, you know, growing up, my parents split when I was, you know, they split up when I was a kid and it was me and my mom and it was team us and she struggled. I'm not, you know, she, she really hit some rough times, especially right after the split. And, uh, I never saw it as a child. So she hid it from me so that I could continue to have a great childhood. And she did what she had to do and she took a second job and she, she did the working at night thing and trying to build a little side business or something while she was working for someone else. And she got whammied a couple times, but she just dealt with it. And I mean, pretty much every lesson that I've talked about that I've learned today, she's also taught me throughout um, watching her and things like that. But she's always done it um, in such a way that, that I could tell that I was her priority and I'm an only child. So if it was, if I had brothers and sisters, they'd be up there with me too. But, you know, I was her priority and she took care of what she had to do to make sure that her family was taken care of. And she instilled that same value in me. So really just that, uh, that dedication to making sure that, that she did what she felt was her highest responsibility at the time, which was caring for her family. Mm, all right. So to your mom for being an inspiration to you, but to all of us here at Today's Evening Women, we salute her. Yes. Lastly, Allison, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you. And then we'll end from there. Yeah. So the biggest benefit that um, that you guys can get from copy, and whether it's my copy or someone else's copy, because copywriters are um, we're out there and we're as varied as you are. So if you require a copywriter, definitely be sure to look for an interview for the right one for you. But the biggest benefit is really just no matter what you have, you got to sell it, right? If you want to get money for what you, what you do, you got to get people to pay you. And that's where copywriters come in. So we, we really, a good copywriter is going to know how to take what you have and turn it into something and mold it if, if it's not a full, complete product or idea yet. And, and then put the right words together to reach the right audience and make that sale for you. So that's, um, that's the biggest benefit. The best way to connect with me is just to head to my website, which is rockyourmarketing.com. And there's a connect tab there. You can catch me on Facebook. I have a Twitter. And um, of course, you can shoot me an email directly from there as well. 
or visit us www.rockyourmarketing.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there now, www.rockyourmarketing.com. And if her products and services resonate with you, I highly encourage you to jump in. And I also remind you to pick up your gift for the copy templates, for sales copy templates that um, Allison is sharing with us at www.freegiftfromallison. And Allison is spelled a-L-Y-S-O-N dot com forward slash template. Again, that's free gift from Allison dot com forward slash template. Awesome. All right, uh, Allison, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Thinking of starting a podcast? Seriously consider starting a podcast of your own, remembering that it will allow you to grow in ways you never imagined. It will grow your email list, your audience, your influence, and your bank account. Go to podcastprofitsystem.com to get started. That's www.podcastprofitsystem.com. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.